0: Hey, just a quick little announcer here that uh, this episode's going to be in place of the the normal Monday episode. We had a tragic technical difficulty. Our computers are old. And shitty. Sorry. Sorry about that. We're sorry. (laughs) Enjoy This Asks. Tentatively, we begin. <laughs>
1: Ooh, we've got Hello.
0: A, we've got a semi sleeping baby in the other room. I'm Keenan. I'm Derek. He's staring right at me. It's a, it's a true <laughs> neutral asks. Yes, indeed. Uh, yes, indeed. So, today, I've got a question. All right. And. Uh, Out of nowhere. Out of left field, Keenan comes in with a question. Uh, all right. So, I watched a movie today. And it was pretty good. But I have a question for you. What. What movie? I well, we'll discuss that in a moment. Okay. Uh, What question? Okay. True Neutral asks if you got to pick anybody to uh, a make a biopic about b person to play that person in the biopic, who would they be? Oh. Actually,
1: I just talked about this the other day. Um, I think that I would make a biopic about uh, the life of John Popper. Um, he's not passed away or anything.
0: Who is John Popper? I'm sorry. The
1: singer for Blues Traveler.
0: Okay. They're, they're, they're like really influential, right? Yeah. That, that's I thing. love... like Blues Traveler 4 is
1: an album that I listen to all the time as it is and I have since I was young. It came out in 94 and it's it's great. It's, I've always listened to it. All right. I love it. It's amazing. And it is insane how much John Topper's voice and Jack Black's voice sound alike. <laughs> All right then. Insane.
0: That's a weird thing.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. They sound so alike. That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's insane. Um, like, does does the does he have an interesting life? Is there a reason you'd pick that? I think everyone has an interesting life. That's a lie.
1: No. Okay,
0: then... it's just, I mean, it's an ignorant statement, because some people are just boring. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that just don't do things. They're like living NPCs. Hmm. There are people whose lives literally would not be interesting as a movie. And some people are so generic, even if the things they do are technically interesting, they are not interesting enough for a movie.
1: <laughs>
0: I guess it's you can make niche art house movies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying like a a general biographic shouldn't really need to be like, you shouldn't have to do anything art house or particularly interesting with your film. Like, obviously make it interesting to look at, but, like, you can should be able to make a straightforward film out of an interesting person's life and have it be interesting. You know what I mean? I suppose so. Like, without even fucking up the timeline too much. You can just kind of tell a straightforward story with an interesting person's life and it will be fun to watch. It's what a good biographic is for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I suppose. Hmm. You just that you don't know about John Popper's life, though, and then no, that's really, that's no. Who you pick. No, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, he's not even dead yet. I don't know a whole lot about most people's lives. Well, and but I mean, like, just uh, for instance, Keith Moon would be fascinating. Who's that? <sighs> He was the drummer for The Who, who was fucking famous for being, like, the big, like, rock star in the hotel, like, breaking shit, drove a Cadillac or something into a pool at one point. (laughs) He lived a full-on fucking rock star lifestyle, and I think he joined the 27 Club, or pretty close to it, and so, yeah, his life would be inherently interesting because he was not only part of one of the biggest bands of his entire generation but also died young and was fucking crazy the whole time he was alive. Yeah. So that's, that's an inherently interesting story. hmm <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. I thought
1: I had a leg cramp, and so I stopped doing what I was doing, and I stopped having a leg cramp. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. It, just, it feels weird to me that you pick somebody you don't know anything about. I don't this. know anything
1: about anybody. So I don't know who to pick, but I know those two sound alike, and I know that Jack Black's
0: a good actor to boot. So um, maybe a, a biographic on Jack Black would be more interesting. You actually know something <laughs> just about it. get Jack
1: Black to play Jack Black.
0: Yeah, you probably would just play just play him. That'd be just play him as young, like yeah. like young Jack Black, and don't address it at all. He's mm-hmm. just like. You know, saying the things he would as he would, like, an eight-year-old? hmm That would be great. Yeah. Jack Black, please do that. <laughs> you could executive produce the whole thing. <laughs> I'll direct it if you yeah. want. <laughs> no experience. Oh, that's not true. We've got a music video. Check it out on our YouTube page. <laughs> that's technically a credit it, to my name. It is technically, yes. Oh, if you can find the skate video I directed, I also, that's also a credit. I directed and edited that. Nice. Those are those two credits to my name. Let me ja- uh, direct your biographic, Jack Black.
1: <laughs> with you
0: in the starring role, obviously. Break me into Hollywood with that luscious old man beard. <laughs> I expect you to have the beard the whole time. I'm making demands now. <laughs> I don't think you're in that, that kind of position
1: just yet. You don't know what kind of position I'm in. I mean, directors have been fired before,
0: man. <laughs> name one. Oh, I lost them. <laughs> you don't know any of the names of directors. That's why I thought that was funny. <laughs> I know some directors.
1: You didn't name a single one. I didn't. Can't think of one that got fired specifically from a thing.
0: You can name pretty much any director, and they've been fired from something. Oh. creative difference happens. Creative differences happen all the time. Happens is. Happens is all the t- times. <laughs> it happens is all the times. Yeah, it was a bad squiscar is what it was. <laughs> Yours was fine. I'm saying mine was bad. Uh <laughs> Alright, so like, can I talk about what sparked this? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. What did you watch? Alright. So first of all, I watched The Doors a, a, a couple like a week or so ago. A couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, maybe. And uh I saw a little trivia thing on that while I was looking through the IMDb or whatever. So, Val Kilmer spent like a long time uh, losing weight and memorizing the songs and practicing singing. Mm -hmm. So, by the time he was ready to film, he fucking the band that was still alive could not tell him apart from Morrison. Yeah. Like, just couldn't tell him apart, because he had practiced for so long to get it just right. I watched Bohemian Rhapsody today, or I finished Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, I watched it in two chunks. I don't know if that affects anything, but I don't think it does too much. As <laughs> um, I knew about uh, his life beforehand, like, i have big Queen fan, big Freddie Mercury yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, Me, too. So. As I well can... as The Doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh. The Doors was a seminal 1991 fucking perfect biographic that uh, didn't only tell the story of the Morrison and The Doors, it also told it in a way that resembled and was true to how The Doors felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, it's kind of like the biographic you go to for musicians if you're not talking about Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I watched this one, and let me be clear, I like the movie. Overall it was really good. I'd probably give it a, a eighty dabs out of a hundred if I'm okay. just just a blunt score out of yeah without like critically considering most things mm-hmm. uh, he was Remy Malik was really good as Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. I guess Freddie was dead on felt just like like watching his interviews and stuff but you could hear in the voice you could hear it mm-hmm. you'd hear that it wasn't right hear it nearly every time that they sang. And I say they sang because it was a combination e- editing of uh, Rami Malik, the original recordings, and a secondary singer who came in to record the tracks for the movie. Huh. And I hate that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that seems like a very weird decision to make. Is it... Just because he couldn't do it, I'm pretty sure like in the uh which one was it wasn't it the Elton John uh biopic didn't they not sing that that when they, they got someone else? I'm not to, sure to I sing. haven't watched
0: that one, so I don't I try not to look up trivia and stuff until i have watched the movie because sometimes there's like weird spoilers or just like, oh, they did this really fucked up, and you're not gonna enjoy the movie because you know this information. I can I can do that with just about any little fact, <laughs> <movie. laughs> but uh, what I, what I do know is that there have been countless examples of people like really dedicating themselves to the part of the role that matters. Yeah, and they do like most of their performance from live aid at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. which I mean it's impressive the way they do it. Although, I will say they probably should have just green-screened the whole Live Aid crowd because the way they film like individual crowd shots feels really silly and cheesy. Mm-hmm. Just green-screen the whole crowd. Take old live shots and try and refine them the best you can. Like it looked weird when you cut to individual people who are like, all in 80s regalia and then you see the big crowd all together and you're like, hmm. Yeah. I know I just have something something about the energy of those people is just there's not that many there, you know, yeah, definitely um,
1: yeah, actually, so I can understand why you're upset about that. I think <clears throat> after thinking about it a bit more seriously, I would probably try to do like uh like Bradley Knoll, the life of Bradley Knoll. I think that would be a good one. I'm not sure who I would be able to cast as him, though. That's kind of a more difficult choice. So... Um... It's... Hmm...
0: I don't know who Bradley Knoll is. The singer for oh, Sublime. Oh, I do. i sorry. I said it out loud, and then I was like, wait a minute. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that'd be interesting, because he, yeah, he was part of a revolutionary band. He died young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he was, in and of himself, an interesting person. Like Even his dog was famous. Yeah. His band tried to be famous without him, and it kind of didn't work. I don't like Sublime with Rome. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just don't. And I'm a huge Sublime fan. Yeah. I fell into them pretty hard. But, like, yeah. Imagine if they, like, used his original vocals, somebody you didn't see in the movie, and then the actor, and they mixed that all together. Yeah. And you could still tell when it was mixed together. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the part that gets me. That's, That's the bad part. Cause you can really, you can tell when they had to enhance his vocals because his vocals. Well, once again, Remy Malik's Freddie Mercury, spot on. Just totally cut out his vocals for the performance. Yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. gonna be that far off, just cut them out. <laughs> uh, and like, I understand like not being able to find somebody else who will put that prosthetic in their mouth and act like Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. It's a hard performance. Yeah, I get it. And if you need to, if you need to, like, lip sync it, fine. Okay. Don't... Corrupt is such a great thing with one bad performance. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. It don't make no fucking sense. Uh, Marky Marcus brother? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so.
1: I love you. That sounds like... A Boston accent and he was from California. He didn't have a Boston accent. But he did lead like a pretty crazy life. And I mean like even just like the Rayleigh soliloquies where Oh yeah, they, where they got the homeless guy. Yeah, they just brought in a this homeless guy off the street and let him yammer yammer into a microphone for a while. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's it's awesome yeah <laughs> so I th- I think that would be probably an interesting movie and it would not be difficult because it's like set in California in the 80s to early 90s that's like
0: oh yeah I have like 50 answers for this question but uh, the, the big one I'd like to see done really well is Hendrix yeah I don't know why there hasn't been a good just Hendrix movie who would play Hendrix I don't know Make Michael B. Jordan lose weight. That dude's amazing. Andre 3000? <laughs> that would be funny. From Outcast. Yeah, that would, that would be funny.
1: Oh. I don't know his actual name. He's like a really good actor as well, and I should know his actual name, but I always know him as Andre 3000. All the
0: people we're bringing up are too old. Yeah, that's true. Because he's part of the 27 Club, too. Yeah. I don't actually know very many young actors because trying to follow actors right now is insane because the, <laughs> the, literally the amount of streaming services and the amount of like original shows from original streaming services that all have actors that are not on anything else mm-hmm. is like it's I, I realized the other day I was like why don't I know young actors anymore I used to know young actors as they were coming up and that's why. That's why there are no young actors coming up until they're like adults and have like got a big time movie. And then you're like, oh, I wonder what they were doing. And you go look at their IMDb and they've got like 50 fucking credits to their name, all one or two seasons of some random shows. Mm-hmm. It's just like, fuck. No wonder I don't know anybody. Yeah. That but,
1: makes sense. Yeah.
0: But yeah, get some fucking young black guy who's fucking ready to do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: that's <laughs> good. It's. Well, you don't even have to be particularly good at singing for Just have one. a relatively deep voice and be good at guitar. Mm-hmm. Know how to use your pedals. Done. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. You don't, like, it, the great thing about having a Jimi Hendrix movie is that the performer doesn't really have to act so much. Jimi Hendrix was kind of standoffish. Mm-hmm. Like, he was pretty quiet, respectful.
1: Yeah. yeah. Did, his, mm-hmm. did his military
0: <laughs> service respectfully. <laughs> yeah he came <laughs> back played music yeah and so all he wanted to do was play the blues yeah he fucking did it and he was good at it yeah so I I don't know it would be fun yeah would, I uh, think like, that's a good movie I it'd agree. be fun to see and I mean there's been plenty of like biographics and like documentaries about Hendrix's life and a lot of those are really good hmm they like, like tell a lot of information but none of them are like walk the line yeah none of them are the doors that's yeah yeah, yeah. What do, do you think he would cover all of Bradley Noel's life
1: um I think probably like I don't know I don't know about how much maybe because I, I believe he was also part of the 27 club Yeah. so
0: I know he was young
1: I I don't think you have, like, a whole lot of time to work with in general. Like, and if you're going to do a whole movie, it wouldn't be hard to cover, like, the whole life.
0: Yeah. Like, especially, like, the interesting parts. I mean, he probably... Mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of childhood Bradley Noel had. Some people have really fucked up childhoods and then become musicians, and some people are just middle-class white kids who become musicians. Yeah.
1: I'm not entirely sure either. I've never looked into it that hard, but it would also not be too terribly difficult probably to look into, like, to do research for
0: a movie if I was, like, actually inclined to do such. It's crazy to me that you don't just, like... So the way I delve into music is I find an artist, I really like that artist, I download all of their music go through all of their albums figure out which albums i do and don't like then i listen to like a biography or two and i figure out everything about them and then i am good See, i
1: i stop at just listening to the albums i'll get like dvds of like like tours and stuff of like live concerts and them like like behind the scenes kind
0: of shit but i don't you don't obsessively look up the longest interviews you can find no oh no no i do not That's fucking weird okay (laughs) no I can't say that's a thing that I do yeah weird yeah no I've always I've just always wanted to know about the lives of the people I admire so I yeah that's fair I find everything out about all the people I think are really interesting yeah yeah that's entirely fair Um, now I actually have a place to put that into this podcast that's why you (laughs) get two true neutral bios yeah like literally why that happens so that's fun yeah um yeah and why this question is fun for me who else would you do (laughs) yeah uh another one man (laughs) you really like you just don't care about people's lives that much that's crazy <laughs> um. Bum 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 that, See that one was slightly off. It was like you cannot do that. It was very much off. It was <clears throat> not the right notes. Um, Alex Trebek. <laughs> Actually, I bet that would be kind of boring. It'd be like he struggled a little bit finding his foot feet in Hollywood, and then he landed that role in Jeopardy, and he's been doing that for well for a. I don't know. A long... I don't know how old he is. (laughs) He is time eternal. Jeopardy actually, I think, was built around... Hollywood was built around Jeopardy. No one's ever seen anything but Jeopardy. that's the price is right. (laughs) That's definitely (laughs) the price is right. I love the idea of a game show being like a... um, uh, fucking lovecraftian horror
1: yeah did you ever notice that the entire time that bob was the host he didn't age right and then eventually he handed the mantle off to
0: drew carey and then he died is he dead bob barker yeah yeah i'm pretty sure interesting does um, that defeat your theory? I'm sorry. No, it
1: doesn't defeat my theory, because he lived for quite some time even after that. But he did finally start to age a bit more after that too. Because he always looked kinda old. He's you know? not dead. He's not dead, yeah, see. But then when Drew Carey Wow, shout out Bob Barker, ninety nine years old. Um when Drew Carey took over, he instantly started like looking younger. Like he like got much more like healthier like he dropped off some weight and like he just started looking a lot younger and whatnot and i genuinely that think that that, like if you're the host of the price is right you sign some sort of a deal where you just like get to have an elongated lifespan
0: i would believe that like it's it's crazy you know he only the only other thing he did was host a different game show yeah, like he he made guest spots and stuff because like he was in like a fucking mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, uh, he did cameo appearances, but uh, he hosted Prices Right from seventy two to two thousand seven. He's also known for hosting Truth or Consequences from fifty six to seventy five. So there were three years there where he's overlapping doing both shows.
1: <laughs> the Price is Right is. So I I I like your Eldritchian horror type. Like yeah. you make a deal with it, and like it gives you the power of a elongated lifespan as long as you keep the game going.
0: <laughs> Spin the wheel, son. <laughs> Spin the
1: wheel. Pick a name. Bring one from the crowd. Bring
0: them to me. <laughs> without going over. Without going over. <laughs> no car. <laughs> Never let them pick door number one. (laughs) Uh yeah. Yeah, Eldritch Horror Price is right. That's Barker's life. Let's figure that out. No, Eldritch Horror
1: Price is right. That's a movie. (laughs) That would be a great
0: movie. It would it would be very fun to see. Baby agrees. Baby does agree. Baby of course agrees. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Is there any other biographics you want to see? This is only a twenty-minute episode. We can do a, uh, a second question if you'd like. I guess. Um, man, I don't. I don't know. Leo Fender.
1: Who? I assume by the the last name they made guitars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, What about, like, George Washington Carver? That'd be fun to watch. Inventive black man.
1: I want... I don't want to put in the work to do it, but I want to see... uh, Lead belly! Lead belly would be great! Fucking give me a lead belly biographic. Sorry. Yeah? Sure. I was gonna say The Life of Blackbeard, the pirate. Alright, yeah.
0: I'd watch that, obviously. Yeah. Pirates. Yeah. Pirates and like a sad reason for them to be pirates. Yeah. That's, I love that. Yeah.
1: Like an actual, like, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Man, we sound like we're from one of those indefensive pirates websites. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if that episode will have come out. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, Matt Groening? Okay. That would be good. For good. who? For Blackbeard? No, for Biographic. Oh. Also, yes. <laughs> Matt Groening played Blackbeard in a Biographic. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Same thing we said with Jack Black.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matt Groening, I don't think, is really an actor. I don't mean to disparage you, sir, but I... I, um. I've heard your cameos. You're not really an actor, are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something after I that. Now I just feel weird. I don't
1: know. I don't, because I don't, I just really, I I can't think of anyone, man.
0: I don't think of anybody's life you'd think would be interesting. This is more interesting than the fact that, like, the, than some biographies. Why don't you care about biographies at all? Like, I mean, it's interesting, and if someone else makes it, I'll probably be like,
1: oh, that's cool, and I'll watch it. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a lie, too, because I haven't seen the Freddie Mercury one or the Elton John one or... No, I haven't. So, maybe that's a lie, too. Maybe I really don't care. What about, like, Jorge from The
0: Casualties? That'd be neat. He's not dead, is he? No, I don't think so. But he's had an interesting life, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. I don't have to be dead. Yeah, that's fair. Sometimes it's better if they're alive because they can consult on it. Yeah. Sometimes it's better if they don't consult on it because they were actually kind of pricks. You know. Depends on who it is. I'd watch a Lou Reed biopic. I'd like that for obviously reasons. Yeah. Need a, a olive-skinned New York Jew. <laughs> Where are we ever gonna find one of those? <laughs> probably in New York.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: Mm. That's who we get to play Lou Reed. Yeah. I think I think New York is your best bet to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. This is a twenty-seven minute episode. Do you want to call it? Sure, <laughs> man. I just, I just apparently just don't care. You I, don't I don't care
1: about people's lives. No, I enjoy the art. <laughs> Thank you for making it. I will appreciate it for a long, long time. All right. If I get to meet you, it could, that's that's awesome. And 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 yeah, cool. Jack Black, let me direct your biographic. About yourself with you starring as yourself.
0: Yeah, it'll be good. Bye-bye. Bye
1: bye!